1: You, the Soccer Everyday listeners, had plenty of questions about Apple TV's $2.5 billion 10-year media rights deal with MLS. Sam Stasekul is here with answers to those questions. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Everyday for Wednesday, June 15th. All right. It was a really, really busy news day on Tuesday with the big item being that MLS has signed a new TV deal with Apple, not a TV company, at least not up until this point. Uh, they've done some uh, work in that area. They've been uh, playing what some MLB. Is TV anymore. Anyway, what, Alex, I, you know, I don't We started <laughs> off on the wrong foot here. The point is. Apple is paying MLS uh, $2.5 billion over 10 years for the TV rights. And as you might have heard just now from his interjection, I have Sam Stasekul here with me. (laughs) And we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, We're going to take some listener questions because the one thing that we learned very quickly after this deal was announced and after our news stories uh, on The Athletic were up about it is that people have a lot of questions about this deal because it's very different than any other deal uh, MLS has done in the past. And I would say different for... Soccer leagues in general, leagues in general, sports leagues, yeah, sports leagues in general. It's it's kind of a new, uh, new sort of uh, situation that MLS is entering into here. So, Sam, let's waste no more time here, and I'm going to start with a question that I think is going to clear up a lot of misconceptions people have about this deal because. It's a little confusing. Uh, Mark Fishkin asks, there's a bit of confusion uh, about the role of the Apple TV Plus sub- subscription service and the Apple TV app container for the event. Another, yeah. uh, somebody else asked, uh, the league's release mentions just Apple TV, which implies that viewers would only need a subscription to the MLS service, but not Apple TV Plus, could you clarify? As I see it, Sam, there are basically three elements here, all of which have very similar names. And people are kind of confusing and unsure about how I they fit confused. into the post. You were confused? I was yeah. confused. Everyone was confused. The, the, the three elements are there's Apple TV, the app, which you can get anywhere you get an app, uh, except I think for some Android, uh, Android mobile devices. Uh, there's Apple TV the Plus, scrip- the subscription service, which is where shows like Ted Lasso live. And then there is Apple TV, the hardware product, the you know black shiny box that sits near your TV and puts Netflix or whatever you want onto your TV. Sam, how do these elements fit together? What kind of relevance do they have to this deal, et cetera, et cetera?
2: Well, that last one is irrelevant completely. Okay. The Apple TV box does not matter. You can watch this on your computer. You can watch this on your phone. Basically, any device that connects to the internet, you can watch MLS games on Apple TV. So... The way this was explained to me and the way that I I find it most comprehensible is to think of Apple TV as this platform, essentially. MLS will have a streaming service on that platform. That streaming service will cost some indeterminate, for now, amount of money. In order to watch most MLS games, you will have to subscribe to that service. Apple TV Plus is a separate subscription service that lives within the Apple TV platform or ecosystem whatever you want to call it you do not need to subscribe to apple tv plus in order to subscribe to that mls streaming service and watch mls games every mls game will be on that mls streaming service so if you subscribe to it you will have access to every single match in english and in spanish and a, a number of matches mostly montreal ones in french Um, there will also be Portuguese added in 2025, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, (laughs) And, and so that, that's kind of an interesting wrinkle to this deal. Um, there will also be certain matches. So if you don't want to subscribe to the MLS streaming service and you, there will be certain matches that will be in front of the paywall where they'll be on Apple TV and you can watch it for free and you don't have to subscribe to anything. There will also be matches that Apple TV Plus subscribers will be available to watch at no additional cost. So if you're an Apple TV Plus subscriber, but you don't want to subscribe to the MLS streaming service, you will get access to certain games through your Apple TV Plus subscription. And then, of course, Alex, there's a linear element to this deal that I think we will touch on in a later question. Um, but that's sort of the gist of, of the Apple TV, Apple TV Plus platform versus MLS streaming service that lives within it basically you're going to have if you want to watch every single game for your team you're going to have to subscribe to the mls streaming service that lives within the apple tv platform
1: but you do not have to subscribe to apple tv plus correct okay it's going to be really interesting to have to continually uh re-educate ourselves as to which game is on which platform in front of which paywall but uh yeah i don't know not our job to figure that out just our job to kind of hopefully explain it Moving on. Mike Vermuland, I hope I uh, pronounced that name correctly, says, how is the money? He's referring, of course, to the $2.5 billion, which is about or a minimum of $250 million a year, as you, uh, as you reported in The Athletic Today. How is that money divided among the teams slash the league?
2: Yeah, so equal share for the teams. The league, I don't know if they'll take a cut. I don't know if it's just like they'll do a capital call if they have to the end of the day the teams are getting the same amount and the league is funded by the teams so you know it's all kind of the same deal um that won't be the full boat and that's important so there's still money to be had from linear partners um espn and univision from my understanding according to what sources have told me will likely end up with a certain package of matches uh and they will pay for those i don't think it's going to be an overwhelming amount that they will pay because Even the matches that air on their networks will also air on Apple TV. So they're not exclusive to those those networks. So that, of course, lowers the value for those networks. So I think when push comes to shove, maybe MLS will get about, oh, 280, 290, 300 million per year from Apple and from ESPN and from Univision. There are costs, however associated with these things right. and and the big one is production so mls is going to be producing all of the games that live on apple tv it's not clear if they're going to be producing the games that live potentially on espn potentially on univision potentially on fox wherever uh, but they are going to be producing at least like 900 plus games <laughs> starting next season <laughs> that's going to cost a lot of money according to people that i've talked to that work in the business and that have an understanding of these things you know they expect the league to spend around $60 million per year on producing games. So if you take it, if you call it 300 million, that's less 60. So then you're, then you're two forty uh, on the broadcast kind of tent. Right. Um, and you know, in the first couple of years of the deal, I think it's fair to expect that MLS will spend more than $60 million because they'll have startup costs associated with hiring an entire staff of directors and producers and technicians and camera people and, so on and so forth. And with renting or building their own broadcast facility, which is a possibility for the league yeah. at this point. And then with actually, you know, probably ramping up how much content they, they, that they create f- that will live on Apple TV, um, as well as probably on the league website and then hiring, you know, people, talent to commentate on the games. Yeah. Um, kind and, of important. and, and, and <laughs> to host the pregame and postgame show and to host the whip around show, which I haven't mentioned yet, which I think is a really cool thing yeah. that they're going to be doing. Um, so if you want to call it about 240 take home divided by 30 teams, um, there are also payments that they will have to make uh to the MLSPA. Mm-hmm. Um now they're not direct payments to the MLSPA, but there is a revenue share there, and that money will be folded into the salary cap and general allocation money. So take home pay probably gonna be about seven and a half million per team per year, I would guess, um, which is a significant increase. You know. When the previous, or I guess the current TV deal was signed ahead of the 2015 season, you know, the first year of that, there were 20 teams in the league. MLS took home about 65 million dollars in that deal per year. US Soccer got 25 million dollars. They have since split how they negotiate their deals. Yeah. Um. So that that means 3.25 million per team per year on average. Uh, and this is a lot of numbers. I see Alex's eyes glazing a little <laughs> bit, so I will I will go quickly here. Um, no, no. But you know, and, and then you you less production costs that many teams spent on their local broadcasts. Right. Um, you add more teams, right, and you're talking maybe two million or less for certain teams for from national broadcast revenue in the current deal. So that's a big increase. It's like three X, give or take a few percentage points. Right. Um, and and that's, that's pretty important. Um, having said that, however, costs have increased significantly in MLS over the last seven years. Um, and costs have increased just for players in general over the last seven years all, all around the world. Yeah. So this is a big jump and I think there are other elements that matter that aren't financial. But I don't know that this is a jump that will enable a massive, massive, massive step forward for MLS in the short term. Although I think it puts them on a really good foundation. And I think on the whole, it's a good deal for the league.
1: Sam, we got a bunch of questions that are sort of branching off of some ideas you just talked about that are basically asking uh, what this deal means with Apple for upcoming linear deals with traditional, if you want to call them that, TV partners like ESPN and Fox and Univision. Um, A lot of questions about if people will still be able to watch games on their local stations? Sounds like the answer to that is no. Uh, just straight up, no. Uh, and also questions about what sort of talent they could see on these broadcasts. Uh, one, and this is <laughs> that I chose just because it made me laugh. This is not necessarily an endorsement. Uh, will Atlanta United fans get to see Jillian Sackovitz, Kev, Kevin Egan, and Maurice Duke as commentators for the games? We heart emoji them. They're the best. Not interested in being stuck with, and then she names... To national tv commentators who i will refrain from naming Uh, or should i i don't know uh anyway (laughs) she she ended with a barf emoji next to these two names which i thought was harsh uh but so the feeling may not be quite as harsh for everybody but i think people are wondering is are they going to be just seeing the same faces over and over and over again on on all these matches you know what do you think the staffing for these broadcasts is going to be like based on what you yeah. know
2: now So Paul Tenorio and I have a story out kind of explaining a lot of these things first of all, to answer your question Alex, there aren't going to be games on local TV um, there will be games some games likely on ESPN some games likely on Univision and every game in Apple TV so unless your team is on Apple on ESPN or Univision or potentially any other linear partner or if you're in Canada TSN or TVA or any other linear partner, you're going to have to fire up Apple TV to watch the game. Uh, the commentary teams, from what we've been told, are, it's just going to be one per match on Apple TV. So it's going to be like a national style broadcast. It's not going to be a local style broadcast that we get now with people like Kevin Egan and Moa Adu and Jill Sackovitz in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, however, I would imagine that some of those people, maybe a lot of those people, will be involved. You know, there's a lot of talent around the league that has worked in the league for many years and does a nice job. And I would imagine that MLS will want to keep those people on board. Um, Paul and I were told that the league will probably hire like 10 to 14 broadcast teams. And I would imagine they'll sort of place them in tiers, Like we see Fox and CBS do with their NFL broadcasts where you have the A team and the B team and the C team and right. all the way down. And you assign them to games based on kind of their ranking in that hierarchy. Uh, I don't know who all of those people would be, but like I said, I would imagine a lot of them will come from within MLS already, and I would imagine, Alex, depending on what happens with Fox and ESPN, if Fox is out, they might be coming from
1: Fox. Interesting. So, uh, Danielle Esquire, who asked that question, I'm sorry, but your barf emoji may be somewhat fulfilled, uh, over the course of this deal, but I guess we'll see.
2: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone?
1: Uh, we have a question about uh, geographical restrictions. We have a, we had a bunch of questions about this. Uh, basically, just asking, where in the world are you going to be able to watch watch these games? Everywhere. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I can elaborate a little bit on that. Sure. So, so
2: right now you can watch you can watch them worldwide, which I think is a really cool thing. Um, MLS has the opportunity or the option to go and negotiate linear contracts in different countries around the world. Uh, it doesn't sound like that's going to be a big priority for them. It sounds like the main thing is going to be Apple. Um, so, anywhere you can get Apple TV, you can watch MLS, and not just one MLS game, but every MLS game. So that's that's a cool element of this, in my opinion, as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Dan Fletcher uh, sent me a DM wondering if any of these questions that he had were suitable for a podcast. And it turns out that pretty much all of them were. So he has three. Suitable
2: for podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, he asks, is this a transformative amount of money slash will this lead to a markedly better on-field product? You sort of ran through the numbers for this earlier, but... Straight up, like, what's your opinion? Do you think this is going to be transformative in terms of maybe the type of players or coaches or academy resources or whatever uh, MLS teams are able to do with that uh, that additional media money?
2: Mm transformative i guess it depends how you define
1: transformative (laughs) how how much of a transformation are we talking here (laughs) (laughs) i mean it'll help
2: you know i think some teams will take those increases that i was talking about earlier in the show from the current deal to the next one and go out and spend every penny on sporting stuff and and like that's five plus million dollars extra potentially like that that will help Uh, i think some teams will spend a portion of that extra money i think some teams will spend like none of it (laughs) (laughs) and they'll just pocket it and you know a lot of teams in mls lose money every year so these gains in some cases are going to just be saved or going to go towards debt or whatever um so i don't think it'll be broadly like hugely transformative um i think it will help and i think it does position the league in a much better put the league in a much better place than it was two days ago yeah ahead of the 2026 world cup to sort of try and build interest before that and to capitalize on the interest that will come from that tournament.
1: Dan Fletcher also asks how much of a cut is Liga Emeki's getting uh for the league's cup uh portion of this and they're not. They're they're not really getting a portion, but the league's cup is part of the deal, right?
2: Yeah, but just for for the US. So actually, okay. this is I say this out loud. This is something for me to ask about, Alex. You're my editor. Hopefully, you can remind me of this later point. I'm right, I'll write but, it down right now. You know, <laughs> leagues cup matches are included on the Apple TV deal. Apple TV, as far as I know, is available in Mexico. So, you know, the initial statement when leagues cup was announced last summer mm-hmm. was that MLS would sell the American and Canadian broadcast rights to the tournament, and Mex- Liga MX would sell the Mexican broadcast rights to the tournament. They would each keep the money that they sold. Right. But if MLS is dipping into Mexico then maybe there is a split with so, a Spanish
1: language commentary track also. For exactly.
2: Games. So, or maybe those will be geo blocked for leagues cup only or something like that. Who knows? Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess I need to go try and find that out.
1: Good question, Dan Fletcher. All right. Uh, he also asks, uh, curious for, uh, Sam's thoughts and he asked for my thoughts too, but I don't think my thoughts matter as much. Uh, is Come this a on. good idea? Is
2: it a good idea? Uh, yeah. Just yes. like,
1: just like generally across the board. Is this yes. a good idea?
2: because what was the status quo man yeah status quo sucked yeah (laughs) yeah like no one's watching on espn no one's watching on fox people aren't really watching on Univision either although that story is a little bit better than the english language situation uh and and so what do you do you're just going to keep on keeping on with with those networks you needed to change something and will this work i don't know there are risks you know, not having the product on, on linear TV as much as you do now, there's, there are risks associated with that. Not being on local broadcasts, there are risks associated with that in terms of growing the game. But the money is, is good, in my opinion. Um, the reach is very broad and wide. and It'll hit a lot of people in a lot of different places. Um, and I think there are a lot of good narrative possibilities, content possibilities as well. And I think that that goes back a little to the status quo because MLS has long had a problem creating a conversation about itself. You know, we exist in this little pocket of the internet where we talk about it and live it and breathe it. And that, that same pocket exists elsewhere, like on the league website and and other outlets. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't exist on ESPN. It doesn't exist on Fox or FS1. And so if you continue with them, that's probably going to be how it continues going forward on Apple TV it'll be a little bit different. And I say a little bit. All MLS content will live on Apple TV. So your clubs, your favorite clubs, social video or press conference with Jim Curtin or whatever, that can be housed on Apple TV, um, which I think provides some extra reach for that stuff. But Apple isn't going to be producing any kind of non-game day programming. So if MLS wants to do any studio shows, if they want to do something like Good Morning Football, which NFL Network has had a ton of success with. Right. Or um, the NBA, some of the NBA shows that ESPN does, or NFL Live on ESPN. MLS will have to produce that itself, which I think it could, right? That will also cost money. Uh, But there's an opportunity there. And if you get it on Apple TV, maybe people will watch it. Maybe people that you weren't reaching before. And I think creating that narrative... Is a great way to create interest and develop fans. And that's something that MLS has really lacked, in my opinion, in the past. And maybe this won't help, but I think it will.
1: I think, uh, since my opinion was asked for, I think it's a good idea. Whether or not it's a good idea will come down ultimately, almost entirely, to the quality of the production of the games. Because if you have all these games in a single place, but the games look bad and sound bad and Nothing about them is a professional level broadcast. It's going to make people less likely to want to tune in and come back. That being mm. said, nothing about the way Apple has done its Major League Baseball broadcast would lead me to believe that uh, that's even a possibility. However, of course, MLS is handling the production. So I guess we'll see how quickly they're able to scale up. They're certainly uh, incentivized in, the, in that sort to of To do way. a good job. That's true. To your point. To your point, Alex.
2: To your point. They have so much work to do. Yeah. Between now and next February, when the season begins, and they're going to be completely under it to get this thing launched in a proper way. It's going to be a very hard job, and in many ways for MLS, the work just starts now.
1: This leads very nicely into the final question that I have for you. This is a longer episode of the show than we usually like to do, but some of these questions are really good. Um, Chairman Dave asks: Are there any outs? For either side, if this idea falls flat on its face, like I'm predicting it will, he says. Wow, so, Chairman ger- Dave. Chairman Dave is not optimistic about this deal at all, it sounds like. Uh, we've been talking generally pretty positively about that. But is there any reason to think that this could go entirely wrong? And if it does, I don't know. <laughs> is is there an exit hatch? This isn't really something that we've talked about much. Uh,
2: if there is an exit hatch, I don't know about it.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, there could be.
2: Um, It's going to be interesting because from what we've heard, Alex, I don't think I mentioned this in the ESPN and Univision discussion, but the linear deals from what it sounds like are only going to be four years. Mm. And so four years from now, there might be no linear. It might be Apple only. And like, maybe that's awesome. And maybe it's not. No one really knows. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know if Apple TV and their subscription service existed four years ago. Right. So I don't think it did. (laughs) Yeah. So like a lot can change between now and then.
1: Um, Our colleague Matt Slater points out that uh, 250, million, $250 million a year sounds great now, mm-hmm. and 10 years from now might sound completely yeah. pathetic, depending. Now,
2: to be fair, it's an average of $250 million a year. I sure. don't know what the breakdown is. I would imagine that it scales up as time passes.
1: That right? would make sense. But,
2: but it is an average, and it's also a minimum. There's that revenue share element. I don't know if there are any outs. Will this go terribly wrong? There's potential for sure. Um, but like i said i think I think the positives here outweigh outweigh the negatives, and I think the potential for risk for for reward is greater than the potential for risk and I think this is something that m l s kind of had to do yeah. um they weren't gonna get this money from anybody else. I don't think they were gonna get this opportunity from anyone else, and I think Apple will actually it's my opinion, but I think Apple will actually treat them well at least at the beginning. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts so
1: well, Sam, thank you so much for this very, very informative chat. Thank you, listeners, everybody that submitted questions. These were good. Uh, we'll have a full we have a full explainer out on the athletic right now. Uh, it'll be linked in the show's description. Sam, good work today. Go get go take a nap before the U.S. game, which has yet to happen as we're recording this. And uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you all later.
2: All right, you take a nap too, Alex. I'll all talk time. to you.
1: Before we go, a quick TV guide for today. As usual, all times are Eastern, and fittingly, the game I'm going to highlight first is an MLS game at 7.30 p.m., New England Revolution taking on Orlando City, big game in the Eastern Conference. That is on ESPN Plus or your local networks, but don't get too used to them being on there, I guess, Uh, starting next year. Everything's moving over to Apple TV. It's also a big night in the Argentine Primera División at 6 p.m., River Plate, Pays a visit to Cologne. That is on Paramount Plus and also on Paramount Plus at 8.30pm. Boco Juniors hosting Tigre. Obviously, it's the end of the international break, so not a whole lot of action going on. Mercifully, <laughs> there aren't a million international games, but still some interesting ones to keep an eye on tonight. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening and happy soccer to you all.